hand. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode, a special episode of our podcast about a video game you may or may not have already played. I'm Juicebox. And I'm Jackson. And it's dangerous to go alone, so come with us as, oh my god, how am I going to say it this time? Do it exactly the way you do it. But we're not reviewing this week's video game. Well, there will be a review. We're just not doing it. Oh. Yeah. And it's dangerous to go alone. So come with us as we review this week's video game. It's dangerous. And as Juice alluded to. <laughs> I, I spoiled it. Sorry. Juice and that. Well, it's, again, it's, it's so I'm always like, Shh, let's bury the lead. And then it's in the goddamn podcast title anyways. They yeah, they, yeah, you're fine. You're fine. Um, please welcome our first ever guest on the podcast. Uh, a, a wonderful human, very talented and entertaining, a collaborator uh, of mine in past as well. Please welcome to the show, Nina. Nina, thank you so much for being here. I am so excited to be here. Longtime listener, first time guest. Super excited. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> I love that. Now, we did introductions before we went live, but um, mm-hmm. Juice and Nina had never met until five minutes ago. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm sure you guys are going to become fast friends because I have excellent taste in, in friendship. Um, but Nina is a... Uh, we've collaborated a couple of times. You are mm-hmm. a uh, another content creator out there on Twitch, but you have a very, very unique uh, and... I want to say unique programming is is what I always tell people. Anytime, like, if you were to raid in on a stream or anything like that, I'm always like, Nina's doing shit out there that no one else is doing. Mm-hmm. Um, let's, let, let's let people get to know you a little bit. And then Nina's actually going to bring us a game to review. Uh, and we're going to chat about that on the latter half of the show. Um, but Nina, what what got you started on on streaming, on Twitch, on on creating content around video games? Yeah, I went to college for broadcast and I wanted to edit. So I was super into video editing, video content creation, and I could not find a job outside of college. I just it wasn't happening for me and I didn't have a portfolio. I didn't have anything to show for my experience. And I decided, oh, I'm just going to start my own YouTube channel. I'm just going to start making my own stuff. Totally. Like that's what people do. It's mm-hmm. fine. And then I got hooked and it's an addiction. Twitch <laughs> yeah. is an addiction. YouTube's yes. an addiction, just content creation in general. Um, I was very interested in video games and started making all sorts of content. And here we are four years later, um, just continuing to make the same content I've been making for that entire time. Like you said, it's unique. I think in a way that I do content that's focused on nostalgia or things that people don't necessarily talk about very much. Uh, mm-hmm. Point and click genre, puzzle games, a lot of things that I think when I was younger, I was it was deemed as not a real video game, which I didn't really like. So I'm trying to make that community of people who do those like more casual games and can be considered gamers in general. Oh, I love that. You're almost like healing your inner child while also creating content. I love that. That's incredible. What, uh, what games do you, do you normally touch on like the point and click ones? So I grew up on like a lot of edutainment. So like reader rabbit, Nancy drew like mystery games and like the humongous (laughs) entertainment where you play like Freddie fish or spy Fox and that kind of thing. So I started streaming them just to like, 
get some sort of content out there and found there's this massive community of people like around my age group who grew up on those types of games. And mm -hmm. now it's blown up into this whole thing of people coming in and saying, oh my gosh, I can't believe somebody else played like the Barbie games or something. So um, that's the kind of thing I focus on. I love that. Do you know the amount of times I've had people within my own community beg me to play Barbie games? And I'm like, I'm not playing a Barbie game. And they were like, we will do anything for you to play a Barbie game. And I, I, I haven't I haven't done it. Done. I know you're making me it sounds so so appealing. So yeah. <laughs> I like that you were like, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring legitimacy to people that played these games and they're gamers too. And then only to find out they will fucking kill or die for those games. They're like, oh, no, 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 They're fucking yes. games. Like, they're already, they're all out there. Um, if you had to list one game as your favorite game of all time, I always find that that really paints a picture. I also love the watching the process of people trying to answer it. I think that also paints a picture. So what do you think? Oh, it's such a hard question because I I really got into like gaming in high school. So I grew up on edutainment games. I grew up on all these games that I'm streaming now as like nostalgia content, but I started to get into different genres when I was much older. And so now it's like, like I said, it's an addiction to like just start streaming and creating content, all of these things that I'm experiencing for the first time. So it's so hard to narrow it down because I have favorites in like each genre and each category. It's the same, like people asking like, what's your favorite movie? Shaun of the Dead. Mm -hmm. If you could give us like a top three, like if, if there was like three that you could kind of pick like out of sure. the hat. Sure, sure. Um, I always say my favorite, like of all time, just how it changed me was Bioshock. Oh, it is my favorite game. Um, wow. It is hey. a shooter. It's got great story. It's absolutely mm -hmm. gorgeous to look at. Mm -hmm. Fantastic game. I, I may have shared this with you, but I definitely <laughs> streamed my first playthrough of Bioshock a year or two ago. Yeah. And I have this really terrible habit of cutscenes are when I stop paying attention to the game. Jackson. If I'm on my own time, that's when I pick up my phone to see if Juices messaged me about my butt that day. <laughs> if I'm on stream, that's when I look to, to check in with chat. Mm. And my chat was really adamant. Most of them had played it and loved the series. It's, it's got such a reputation and they, I would look over and they'd be like, stop reading right now. Pay attention to the story. <laughs> but I did that enough to the point where the big twist in Bioshock, uh, it just right over my head. Mm. And they were like, that's not substantial to you? And I was like, why? What What happened? I don't understand. Didn't I am going to. <laughs> I'm, I'm ending this podcast right now. You're so annoying. Um, very upset with me. <laughs> I'm sorry, but uh, that's like a life-changing scene. So I'm going to let it slide, but I don't know. I've read books about, because, you know, I've started my own career in the games industry in the last year. Mm. And I've started reading about, you know, the, the industry in and outs and, and problems, solutions, all of these things. And just in those books, Bioshock is mentioned multiple times. And they're like, yeah, it's one of these most it's prolific and like the development around it's cool too. I was like, oh, sorry, everybody in the whole entire <laughs> gaming industry. Mm -hmm. Whoops. It's a great game. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Nina, if you could collaborate with any individual on your content creation journey, dream, dream big, dead or alive, 
who would you bring in to team up with for a stream? Oh my God. I don't know. I mean, can I say Pedro Pascal? Yes, because that's <laughs> what I would say too. That would be so fun. Be awesome. uh, like if that. I could just pick anybody for yeah. sure. So I, I imagine that would actually be really cool. We have clips of us gush- gushing for, for Pedro. Oh my gosh. He's sweet amazing. baby. Yeah. He's, da- he's daddy. Him. What's he doing right now? Anyone know? I don't know, babe. I think he's just chilling now. Probably getting porked. I don't know. (laughs) We can hope that for him. Nina, I just have a question. So because you've got, you've kind of have this like point and click, very nostalgic, you know, thing about your content and the, and the games that you play. I'm looking right now at your stream and the, your most recent ones are like three different Nancy Drew games, resorting to danger and one called Toem. I want to know what's so, what's so special about these games and why, do you do them? Is it just from a point of nostalgia or is there something about them that's like that we just don't know about? Like what, what kind of would you say is like what makes these games an incredible aspect of your content? I think it's, it's mostly nostalgia. And I think when you play with an audience and you're playing with a chat that also is nostalgic about the same things, Mm -hmm. or you're also inviting new like viewers in that don't even like, they are like, Oh my gosh, I didn't know somebody streamed, Nancy Drew or didn't know they streamed like Reader Rabbit or something. It's like you're hitting that nostalgia nerve where people start reminiscing. Mm -hmm. And I always love hearing stories of like, I think we were talking last week, even on stream of people talking about their favorite school lunches. Because you just kind of get into that like rhythm of like talking about like, oh, yeah, back in school, I did this or I did that. And I think, you know, I am very aware of when I like a game solely because of nostalgia, like the Nancy Drew series, I love with all of my heart, but I do know like handing that to somebody in 2023 might not be like the most exciting thing to play. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's also fun for people who have grown up with it to just kind of think back of like, Oh, well that was a good time. And because gaming and streaming and content creation that I do is an escape from reality that's mm-hmm. kind of why I do those specific games because even outside of Nancy Drew, it's like, you know, the LucasArts games like Monkey Island, people who grew up with those. Oh my God. Monkey Island is one of my close friend Oz. Monkey Island is like her favorite, favorite, favorite game. It's like yeah. I went to her house the other day. She has this giant like box set about it. She's obsessed with it. It's so great. And like, it's, it's just a whole separate group of people who are nostalgic about Monkey Island. And there's so many different like point and click players that grew up between like the eighties and two thousands. Mm-hmm. So there's like this wide array of people like from different States and different countries who play all these different things, who have different stories. And it's, I think just to evoke conversation and talk about like growing up and like, like you were saying earlier about like healing your inner child. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of like as adults, we have to kind of just take a break from reality and just be kids for a little bit because what else are you going to do? I bought a Barbie the other day because of it. Yeah, That's what you should I literally, do. I literally, I bought, I, lo- I bought my little Margot Robbie Barbie. She's right yes! up there. And my husband told me he's like, "Do not buy a Barbie." I went, "I'm healing my inner child. I am buying the Barbie." So I bought, I bought a Barbie, and she's beautiful, and she's in her box. I might take her out and hug her later. As you should. As I should. Yes. <laughs> so Nina, you're doing what you've called the Sleuthy Summer, and yes. is this your yes. second year doing it? I'm scared to say that it's my fifth year. Whoa. Okay. And I feel like it's had different iterations yes. or, or layers added to it. 
I we explicitly did not tell juice. Yeah, I don't know what it is. So lay it out for juice and anyone else listening um, who, who wouldn't already know. So I have mentioned the Nancy Drew series. If anyone has not played them, they were an edutainment series that came out starting in 1998 all the way through like the mid 2000s. And every summer on a Saturday, I played two full games beginning to end. Are they long? They're about, it depends. Because like at the beginning of the series, like the ones that came out in the late 90s, you could probably finish them in like a couple hours. You're good. Mm-hmm. And then towards the end of the series, it's it's like a, a 14 hour stream. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my and god. you just And now now if you've played the no, it's been five years of you playing these games. Now is it a different game or is like have you do you just know the ins and out of the exact same game? Are you basically I... speedrunning at this point? Yeah, are you speedrunning Nancy Drew? Like <laughs> I couldn't say speedrunning because I am not nearly. There are Nancy Drew speedrunners. Of course. Stop. You know, so I am not nearly as good as the Nancy Drew speedrunners, but I do. (laughs) I have to admit, I go on autopilot sometimes. Yeah. (laughs) Because, like, it's a bunch of puzzles. Once you kind of know the solutions and the pathway of the game, you go through it. Um, But it's, it's very fun because I try to restrict myself to just the summer to play them. Oh. And so I, I do forget between years of certain pathways and things I have to do, but it's 18 full Saturdays back how to back. Games, how many games are in the series? Is it 36? So, um, there are 33 main Nancy Drew games, two wow. spinoff hey. games and a remake. I was going to ask and if you, there is a remake. And you only do Nancy Drew. In on the, those days. On, on, the, on the Saturdays, yeah. Yeah, on the Saturdays. The sleuthy mm-hmm. summer is the, is just the Nancy Drew game. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, there's a lot of content there. there. There could be like one summer where you haven't even played one of the Nancy Drew games. So yeah. I was no, think, I literally was sitting don't here. Don't you do all of them each summer? All of them each all summer. Every single Never game mind, series. just each kidding. Every that. single then, one. You are oh, keeping Jesus. it fresh. Like I've been here, I hear stories in my own streams because we because we've collaborated, we have crossover in our communities. Right. Our lovely, lovely communities. Love and they're them. like, Oh yeah, I got my pizza ready for uh Sleuthy Summer this week. And I was like, What is pizza? Nina doing over there? <laughs> Walk us through these like additional elements that you're adding to to your streams and how you yeah. get your community involved in them. Absolutely. Um, so it, it absolutely absolutely started like as a thing of just playing two games every Saturday because I thought it was funny because I had played them multiple times through. I was like, I'm just going to challenge myself to do two games in one day, in one sitting. And then it became like next year it was like adding... I'm getting, I'm ordering food that had to correlate with the game. And it was then adding like sound effects that go with each game. And now it's adding, you know, voting on each character. Do you think they're hot or not? And <laughs> like having the the chat vote of whether they think they would bang the person or not. Sure. And, you know, uh, you know obviously, as you do. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course, of course. Welcome and um, so like this year we're doing kind of, an amalgamation of everything. It was like hot or not votes. And you, some people cook their own food. I sometimes cook or order food based off of the games and settings that we're playing. Sometimes you do cosplay. Um, so that's kind of the whole thing of like a group activity, do what you want to do, how you want to immerse yourself in a Nancy Drew day. I, f- I love that. I feel like you're defining marathon. Like it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. It's like, it's, it's an endurance 
game. It's a question of mental fortitude just to to get through it. I think it's absolutely incredible. I think it's such a cool approach to programming. And a lot of people who don't do the the content creation journey, so much Mm -hmm. of that happens pre and post being live, right? People don't see Mm -hmm. a lot of the work that goes into it behind the scenes. How much prep are you doing for each of these streams? If you're live for one, (laughs) I mean... I want to say afternoon, but it's a day day. if you're doing that long. Yeah, 14 hours. Like, I'm barely awake for 14 hours. I need, like, a little (laughs) nap in there sometimes. Like, how long is it – how long are you prepping for each thing? Are you doing it bulk or are you going week by week? So, a little bit of both. So, because I have this wonderful community that also – wants to see this later after it's live i've got to prep like youtube videos for it so youtube Mm. thumbnails and you know the extra clips i put on like tiktok or instagram those are all prepped ahead of time but for each stream i prep like the week of what cosplay i'm doing what food i'm gonna cook so i have to go to the grocery store and get everything like probably the day before and then also on top of that, we have our lovely mod in our chat that does, you know, um, polls for us to vote on in Discord. Sure. So we do like a full PowerPoint presentation at the beginning of each stream of like, here's what your top three ickiest Nancy Drew characters, the, the men who give you the most ick. This is <laughs> this is them. And then I have to Perfect. put that that PowerPoint together and present that on the on the Saturday so it's it's about like two days of prep like before the stream and then also editing it afterwards which oh my god which you do professionally as well I do does it feel different doing it with your own content now or does it feel like work more work are you working more hours or does it kind (laughs) of live in a space of allowing you to detach a little bit I detach so much editing my own content and I don't know if you guys feel the same way about hating the sound of your own voice. Oh yeah. It's a tough one. You got to get over that. It takes, it yeah, takes a long, I, long time. Yeah. I'm a drag queen. I am so incredibly egotistical and narcissistic. I love the sound of my own voice. Whereas um, I went through yeah. a journey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jackson, Jackson had to go through a journey, but I'm just like, yeah. I sound incredible. <laughs> I do mine. I used to host a, a pre-show for, for children when I was skating with Disney on ice. So it was like a six minute live mic thing, myself and one other co-host. And it was, it was yelling to get children excited and it was a terrible song and dance that they wouldn't let me change in any way, but it happened every show. So if we ever watched or did video notes, there's me just fucking yelling at a bunch of children <laughs> to get up and dance. So no, I get it. Um, every single yeah. time I was like, yeah. <laughs> also, Juice doesn't listen to our podcast, so it doesn't matter. I don't, but to be fair, I don't listen to any podcast that I'm ever on. I have two podcasts. I have this, I have a drag queen podcast, and then I'm guests on a bunch of other podcasts. I don't listen. I, it's across the board. I just don't listen to them, but it's because I'm too busy making them. Uh-uh. Boom. Boom. Mm. Getting shit <laughs> done. Getting shit done. Emailing. Clicking and clacking. But this isn't about us. This is about you. <laughs> Um, so I thought it would be fun. We thought it would be fun to bring Nina on. We chatted about, you know, just the, the literal tip of the iceberg of, of your content creation, your mm-hmm. streaming, your, your performance in your community. If anyone wants to see more, please go check out twitch.tv slash Nina struggles. 
with an S on Twitch, right? Struggles. S, yep. No, but not everywhere. So, but on twitch.tv slash Nina Struggles, you're live. Not, but that's the thing, Juice. Is she's not just live with Nancy fucking Drew. She's also live multiple other times a week, sometimes as early as... It, it's, it's 6 a.m. <laughs> Whoa! Good morning. Pre- Good morning. Stream. Good morning. Fucking the hustle. How long, how long is the 6 a.m. stream? Um, between three or four hours. Period. <laughs> Period. The you hustle. Say, you say cozy breakfast stream. I That's love that. That's it. I'm like no makeup, coffee cup, blanket. Let's go. Oh, I love that. I <laughs> actually appreciate that because I remember there was a long time where I would – First thing I would do when I would wake up in the morning before I, while I was getting ready for the gym, I would put on streamers to watch and I would only watch uh, European cozy streamers <laughs> because it was because they were the only ones that were awake and they were cozy because it was the morning. Yeah. So I really appreciate that. You're getting up in the morning. You're doing a cozy little stream. I know. I That's love so it. I love it because like getting up that early in the morning doesn't feel hard because I like doing it. And then also mm-hmm. like most of our community is at work or going to the gym, like you said, or like waking up. So they're like, oh, it's this great background noise. I'm like, perfect. If oh I'm just sitting God. here being your background noise, for sure. There is like a, it is weirdly complimentary to be like someone's background noise. Oh, I like, love it. I think you could very. Oh, I love it. Love yes. that. You could very quickly be like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm not even worth the spotlight. I'm just <laughs> in the fucking background. But that's no. not it for me. I'm like, oh my God, you just like are cool with the, like the sounds of my voice in the background. And that doesn't make you want to claw your fucking eyes out. That's great. Thank you. Because yeah, yeah, this is background noise. Yeah. Because it's no, like, I is... watch people as background noise. I'm like, that's a, just such a compliment to be background noise. Yeah, I was watching Demon Slayer for my background noise while I cooked today. Like, it was a little violent for background noise, but it was background noise. So what you're saying is, <laughs> It's Dangerous to Go Alone podcast is just like a high-class world-entry anime. anime series. Yeah, I think it's almost identical, yeah. Shoot. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Us. Wow. Wow, wow, <laughs> Nina, <laughs> since you're here, I thought it would be fun to allow you to be our first guest reviewer and to talk about any Nancy Drew game. I mean, honestly, any game. Well, I just any, any game. It doesn't, I just imagine it, doesn't it would be Nancy Drew. It could be your favorite one, the one you've played most recently, one that you're going to be playing as like a finale or, or statement piece. Mm-hmm. What do you, what do you, what have you brought to the table? What do you, I what do you don't want know. To I mean, I can go through the whole like j- series uh, generally. The whole series as an overview? Yeah. Or I could touch on my favorite. We'll go on a journey? Just go for the gold and we'll just sit here and we will just ask questions and listen like good little boys. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That sounds good. I mean, I'll just give you a wonderful overview of Nancy Drew. Let's do it. Love it. Let's review the whole series. The whole series. Just just I want to know peaks and troughs. I want to know the highest of highs. I want to know when it seems like the developers were high on coke and burnt out. And just mostly ketamine, dying. Mostly ketamine. <laughs> yeah. and, there, and when it seems like it dropped off a cliff, I, oh, I want to hear sure. it. I want to hear okay. the drama. The drama. There's so much tea and drama in the Nancy Drew fandom. Yeah, is I there can really spill it all? There's so much tea. Oh my god! You have no idea how I desperately need to know it. You have no idea how much I need to know what this, what the Nancy Drew tea is. I love niche drama. Oh, like if I can find if I can find niche drama and just sit and absorb it for hours, I will. So please, if you can just like lightly sprinkle that in in your description, I would just love that. 
<laughs> Absolutely. I'll drop all of the drama bombs right now. I love it. Um, I need to know, though, can I say Wikipedia? Oh, yeah. You yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can care. say Wikipedia because I have it pulled up right now. And it's, it. it's messy. <laughs> if you want it, get into it. So Nancy Drew <laughs> herself. Nancy mm. Drew is a fictional character appearing in several mystery book series, movies, mm. video games, and TV shows yep. Yep. as a teenage amateur sleuth. Mm-hmm. So if mm-hmm. you don't know who Nancy Drew is, for listeners, that mm-hmm. is who she is. Um, I don't actually don't know where Nancy Drew is popular because I feel like she was mostly popular in the U.S. Because I've had people tell me she's they've never heard of her. What? No, like, Canada, she was a thing. Canada, definitely. Canada, great. Canada, Canada she Perfect. was a thing. Yeah, we had we had Nancy Drew out here. I I, I think if she was more like a book series out here. I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, but, we, all, we definitely had the games as well. I have. Yeah, but um, we vague memories. Uh, but we also I've never heard of the games, so I'm very excited to hear about. Oh, okay. We also had, uh, which I think is more Canadian, and not enough people know about this. And Juice, you probably won't either. We have oh, uh, no the Screech mm-hmm. Owls, which was a hockey team that would solve mysteries a minor nancy league hockey sounds, team nancy so drew sounds better screech owls screech owls never got a game so nancy drew probably i need to know more about that though I, we'll talk about books. that I'll later i'll get you one of those don't worry please okay. <laughs> so nancy drew was a book series they had a tv show in the 70s yep. and in 1998 her interactive the company that developed the Nancy Drew games decided we need games for girls because a lot of video games were targeted towards boys. We need something that is like for little girls. And their slogan was for girls who aren't afraid of a mouse. Oh, I like that. I thought it was cute. I like that. Um, That's adorable. And so they had like games based off of some of the books like secrets can kill where you solve a mystery in like a high school and then they moved on to stay tuned for danger where you're solving a mystery on a soap opera set and nancy goes through these 33 different mysteries throughout the span of like years decades at this point mm-hmm. um and she never ages she's she just... never ages she's 18 for years oh perpetually 18 okay perpetually 18 hmm. forever Forever. Um, the dream, really, is uh, what I... Truly. 18 wasn't a great year for me. <laughs> Same. I wouldn't want to be 18 forever. But... Yeah, I had hair, so that was... <laughs> so did I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so wore a lot fewer headbands, let's say that. <laughs> um, so Nancy solves these mysteries, and they're... Like, each of them are so different that I say that if you have not played a Nancy Drew game, you should try at least one of them, because it's okay. bound to... Like, one of them is bound to have something that you like whether that's puzzles or story or characters. They're set in different countries, different states in the U.S. So I'm just saying, if you haven't even heard of them, check it out. There's 33 to pick from. You can find something that you like. I've just, I'm already so excited. Are there, Go for it. are they like supernatural in nature or just like straight up something's miss, like murder? Like what, what like, like what dead gravity? People? Yeah, what? Wait, what are the stakes? Yeah, you know, so they range so far. The first game in 1998 that came out, Secrets and Kill, was based around a murder at a high school. Oh, best kind Um, of murder. I think in fiction, it's great. A child being murdered in a high school. Oh, no, really? (laughs) Oh, my god. (laughs) And it's it's one of 
why it like is kind of a favorite for me at least is because Nancy gets to have a gun. Period. So, <laughs> period. Shit. She's she's what an American. I love it. <laughs> so she gets okay. she does get to get a gun at the end of the game, but they decided after that, like maybe Nancy's not violent, so we're gonna take that away from her. Um, okay. <laughs> so the rest of the series is like it can be about hauntings, it can be about treasure hunting. It could be about kidnappings. Like it's, it's such a range. So depending on what tickles your fancy, you can find a your game for you. I have a question about gameplay. So there's 35 mm-hmm. different games. Is the gameplay the exact same throughout all of them? Like you're saying point and click. So is it just kind of like you're answering questions? You're kind of just like guiding through? Is it like first person, third person? Or are they all just different? I have the tea on this. Ooh. Oh, period. This is I'm where so tea excited. starts. Juice, you have such a, a, an I, instinct it, for stumbling into like tea. It's like I knew. <laughs> <laughs> so there were 32 games. So her interactive released two Nancy Drew games every single year. Okay. That's, that's two full games that that's, they would release, that, which is insane. That's an insane development that's, cycle. Yeah, it's, working working them to the bone. That's insane. Crazy. And it would be a point and click game, same format. Sometimes they'd reuse assets and like make it fa- to make it faster so you could release two games every single year. And it would just be, you would never see Nancy. You will never see Nancy Drew herself in the game. You are Nancy, yeah, yeah. Which, okay. is, which is great um, yeah, yeah. because they would make you feel like you are her. And you would click on things and solve puzzles. And then... After the 32nd game was released, they decided, hey, we're going to try to appeal to a larger audience. We're going to get people who play other types of games. Maybe we'll do VR. Who knows? We're going to switch systems entirely. And so the 33rd game is still a point and click, but you can kind of move the screen around a little bit more. It's It looks like they tried to potentially do a little bit more of like an actual VR type of thing, but didn't fully do it. So you cannot play it in VR? No. Oh. It's like simulated VR. Oh, because that would be so much, like, that would be so cool, because especially if you're being fully immersed as Nancy in these games, imagine you have a VR headset on and you are Nancy. Like, it's Mm -hmm. out of your eyeballs. That would be, that would be so cool. Gun and pop, pop, pop. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) She's got a shotgun and she's just, like, killing people. Just, yeah, I think it's you. Anyways. um, Okay, cool. Okay, so, so is, is there more? That, that's pretty much the drama. The, the the real drama was that they did this two games every year for 32 games and then they had no more funding. They had to lay off a bunch of people, which is which is uh-huh. awful when like you're working in that industry. But yeah. Um, yeah. they ended up outsourcing a lot of that game, the 33rd game, which is Midnight in Salem, mm. which is a very controversial game. Oh. Um, it's it's pretty much people who love it and people who hate it. Divisive. Love. Where that. are you on it? Do you love it or do you hate it? Oh my it? gosh. I love every Nancy Drew game. I don't okay. hate a I single like one. Um, okay. And I love them all for different reasons. Even the ones that I rank much lower on my list, I still love them. Mm-hmm. They're like my children. I can't. I, <laughs> I can't yeah. be like, no, I don't like you. You're disowned. Um, but I also know oh. people who played that 
that game, like as their first Nancy Drew game and loved it and then went back and played the other ones. So yeah. why would I complain about a game that introduced people to the series I liked? Are the yeah. Hardy Boys in Midnight in Salem? I'm so glad you asked. What? They, they are. are. Period. The crossover we all needed. Period. So, You're welcome. The Hardy <laughs> Oh, there's more tea there too. Oh my gosh. There's so much drama. Anyways. I never there. expected this to be dramatic. I expected you to come in and be like, I love them. The games are all fun. I They're also... puzzles. And yeah, everyone loves each other. You're like, no, there's drama. Let me fucking tell you. I also decided to, like this was going to be just like me telling you about the games. But I'm like, no, actually, there is so much drama mm. in this fandom. But mm. <laughs> the Harding boys are in the games as phone contacts. You can call them. Oh, all of the then- games? In, in most of them, you can call them. Oh, okay. And then they make physical appearances in, oh. in a couple of them. Are they so, super hot? That's I'm, where the I'm drama see- comes in. Oh, oh is that the drama? I was going to say, they look like handsome young men in this. And I'm looking at screenshots right now. They look as like two handsome young men. I don't see. What's the, what's I, the I drama? I want to know what screenshot you're looking at. I'm looking at, sorry, I'm not looking at a screenshot. I'm looking at a um, a artist rendition where it says Nancy Drew, Midnight in Salem, Frank and Joe Hardy. Oh, and they're yeah. just like two drawn characters. They almost look like an, like an artist rendition. They Less of like game. They straight play. out of Riverdale. Yeah, like one's wearing a vest. The other one's wearing a jean jacket. They both have like flowy blonde hair. They're giving yeah. very like 2005 kind of moments um so is the was the the drama that they were made to kind of look like scary game robots <laughs> like, do there's they just... there's like multiple layers to this drama oh, so they first appeared in last train to blue moon canyon which was the 13th nancy drew game and if i can say so myself they were hot they were hot in that game Love that. they yes. looked great Nice. Then they reappeared in Creature of Kapu Cave, which was game number 15, and they were not hot. Oh. <laughs> not hot. Not Why would hot. they do them dirty Cre- like that? Creature of what? Creature Ka- of... Kapu Cave. Kapu Cave. Okay. I wanna, I'm going to try and find them. Did you just see them. the comparison? Wow. Not hot anymore? Oh, they kind of look... One just looks perpetually shocked. Um, and one of them kind of has this like very Neanderthal brow, like it's a very forward brow with very shaded and dark eyes. Um, although they made the brunette one absolutely jacked, they gave him some nice bicep shadows. But I, I will say, I'm looking at everybody in this game, and they all kind of have some scary graphics on their face. <laughs> I'm glad you think so because I don't think that game looks great. No, it's not. Uh, I don't think that's a fan favorite either. So we're good there. <laughs> okay. Cool. Um, but the 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 tea and drama with Nancy involving the Hardy Boys is Nancy has a boyfriend throughout the entire series. Um, that is Ned Nickerson. He never appears in a game. We never see Ned <laughs> nerd. nerd. That's a nerd name. Ned is, is Ned is a nerd name, but he is actually a jock who plays football in college, no. and he's so so cool in the books. Oh, he's he's, he's older. supposed to be so cool. Oh, she's dating up age, mm. but she's eighteen. So. She's eighteen. She's eighteen. She's eighteen. <laughs> oh, she's eighteen. It's fine. Okay. All right. So Ned Nickerson. So is the drama that like 
The drama the is boys. that nobody likes Ned Nickerson, except for me for some reason. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love a bland boy. Okay. Um, so Ned's kind of plain and bland and predictable. And a lot of the fans ship Nancy with Frank Hardy, the mm. brunette. Oh, okay. So they want they want her to leave Nick, mm-hmm. Nick, Nick, Ned Nickerson, the, mm-hmm. the absolute strangest little name, and go with the older Hardy boy. I'm guessing. Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, at least she's consistent. You know. Is it's there has that have, ever happened? Have they alluded to that? They ever? have alluded to it in the games. They flirt. They flirt a little bit, but it's not con- confirmed because you know it's a game for ten year olds. Yes. Bullshit. They know what they're doing. <laughs> they know it's not for ten year olds anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but there is like a scene I think in one of the games. Like, I think it's like post credit scene where. Like, I don't know what is happening on the phone call, but Frank is in danger or something and tells Nancy, I have to, I've always wanted to tell you. And the phone cuts off. Oh, like, they know. Oh, they know. He loves her. They, they know. They are trolling their community so hard. And I they love They know. That. Those game developers are just like, no, we know everything about this. And we're just going to screw with you guys. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Okay, I have a question. It's an important mm-hmm. one. Um, yes. Could you name every title of the series? And if I just gave you a title out of order, could you tell me which number in the series it is? I could maybe do that. Wow. I'm not going to, but I mean, you could have just I think I could. I think I could. Mostly because I memorize it by Sloopy Summer pairings. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. So they did a remake, you said. Yes. Mm -hmm. What did they, did they just upscale graphics? What did they do differently? Is is Midnight in Salem the remake? No, Midnight in Salem is the newest game. Um, oh. The remake was of the very first game that released in 1998. Whoa. Secrets Can Kill? Secrets Can Kill, remastered. Mm. I think the only update was that they made everyone ugly. Period. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They said... Gross, gross. Make them gross. Um, that's pretty much it. Wow. Um, they changed some puzzles. They changed the culprit. So oh, if you, oh. Yeah. So if you played it, you were like, oh, it's not who I thought it was. Mm-hmm. So they so changed I, something that was canon within Nancy Drew and like moved it, like a different yeah. universe of Nancy Drew. Period. So I consider it a completely separate game because the culprit is different, the puzzles are different. The whole storyline is a little bit different towards the end. Okay. I love that. What would you say is the lowest stakes one? Like you said, there's murder in some of Mm -hmm. them. Is there anywhere like my M&M peanuts value (laughs) pack went missing? Who stole it? Like where, Um, where do, where does it range? Murder to where's the bottom? I'm like murder is probably the highest. I think we've had multiple friends been kidnapped friends do um, that sometimes yeah they get kidnapped what are you gonna do mm-hmm. is I the guess... secret of shadow ranch maybe maybe it's the horses are possessed is like a phantom horse comes and creates accidents at a ranch <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> as one does yeah. i'm thinking the lowest stakes would have to be haunting of castle malloy where 
we are Nancy is the maid of honor at her friend's wedding and mm-hmm. the groom decided to just leave and prank the bride by not being there. He pranked what her a... by not showing to his own wedding. Well, what we don't, we don't know until you solve the mystery, but as far as okay. she knows, it's just a prank and he just he just disappeared. Mm, I see just, it. The haunting of Castle Malloy. He's he's just doing one of his silly old tricks. <laughs> <laughs> two days before Silly. the wedding <laughs> i love that it's i fun. love that oh fuck <laughs> and it's based on nancy I'm, i've got wikipedia it's based on nancy drew number 168 the bike tour mystery mm. Mm. could you and i didn't mm. ask you to prep this so um you know say no or take whatever time you need etc could you no do right two truths and a lie <laughs> with nancy drew titles because every mm-hmm. time you make one like every time you mention one i'm like I'm making that up but <laughs> nope juice is right there with the wikipedia to corroborate oh yeah, my do god it. okay see if we could if we could sift it two truths and a lie about nancy drew mm. let's see okay i guess my first one will be there is a game mm-hmm in which Nancy has to play board games against monkeys <laughs> okay to win back stolen items perfect okay that doesn't stand okay. out as as unreasonable or unrealistic in my brain right now okay. Yeah, okay there is a Nancy Drew game in which she carries a mace like a like a full on like yeah yeah smash one of those smashy smash mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in her inventory got it mm. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and there is an ending to a Nancy Drew game that ends with somebody getting crushed by a chandelier mm-hmm. to death I'm gonna s- not to death. They survive. But just crushed. They just survive. Maimed. Okay. Gentlemen. I'm going to say the mace is the lie because you had mentioned earlier that she got a gun and that was like, whoa, whoa. So I'm going to say that mace sounds cooler than gun to me. So I'm going to say that the mace is a lie. What do you think, Jackson? I'm going to, I'm going to disagree with you because Nina said that she carries it around the whole time. She didn't say she, uh, maybe well, it's I, just she, like, she never said she used the gun. Just had it. Strong point. Yep. I'm going to say the chandelier is the lie. That sounds so Nancy Drew. No, 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 no. They do die. That's what happens. They're not made. Do you know what's the best thing about this? Is that we haven't even questioned the monkeys. The monkey thing is real. We're like, no, that's real. I'm so confident. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, what is it? The lie is definitely the mace. Ah, nice. Yeah, what just happened? Did you just react as if you got it wrong, but you got it right? (laughs) Yeah, I got it right. I thought I got it wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, oh, wait. (laughs) (laughs) It took me a second to clue in that I I got it right. I was like, period. See, I listen. I listen to guests. Mm -hmm. I listen and I hear what they say. I don't listen to you, but I listen to guests. No, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Awesome. So... Yeah, yeah. Do you want to yeah. take it home for us, Nina? And I was and gonna we say... can create whatever review scale you feel com- comfortable and confident mm-hmm. with. It, mm-hmm. We've we've done everything in the past. Juices are typically very sexually charged. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't say that. You, for mm-hmm. Breath of the Wild last week, gave it a nine out of ten naked links. Naked? Yes. 
I does really he need, need to, to be? I don't I think so. To, I need to unpack this in therapy. <laughs> Anyways, review it for us. Give us a right. give us a Nancy Drew uh, review. Of, I'm uh, giving the entire Nancy Drew series as a mm-hmm. whole mm-hmm. ten mm-hmm. out of fifteen. Oh, blue M and M's. Okay. Now, lots of questions. Wait, I have a question. Ten yes. out of fifteen. That is five blue M and M's that are floating around in space, not being ingested. Yes. As delicious little chocolate pieces. So there is there is some things about Nancy Drew that you just don't find to be hitting that a hundred percent, even though you spend an entire summer playing it for yeah. five years in a row. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. My follow up question is why blue M and M's? Because it's the best M and M. Got it. Simple. Mm-hmm. Moving on. They taste better. so i i was wondering this as well when you are not so when you're in your off your off season you're like a professional athlete you train (laughs) you train you have an on season and then you have an off season yeah Yeah, exactly exactly do you scale back your stream schedule or do you just replace it with other things I replace saturdays with anything that's kind of sleuthy maybe something like in vain of Nancy Drew, but sure. it's definitely not like a 14 hour stream. It may be four. Yeah. Oh, I love a four hour stream. Love a four, four hour stream. A four hour just the right after you're just drained enough where you can still socialize, but you kind of want to take oh, a yeah. nap. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being with us today, Nina. We really, really appreciate it. We had Nina, so much fun with you being our first guest. I had such a good time. Nina, if people wanted to see more of your stuff, where should they go? Um, I am Nina Struggles pretty much anywhere. YouTube, Twitch, Instagram, whatever Threads is, you know. Whatever that is. Oh, God. You know. Blue Sky, (laughs) if you got the invite code. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Is there anything you want to plug before you go, or is it just your Um, socials? It's just my socials. I post when I post. I stream three times a week. There's nothing super special going on besides Sleuthy Summer right now. Sleuthy Summer. Amazing. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate thank you for it. You made an incredible me. first guest. So cool. Uh, if you guys want to find Nina again, you can go to Nina's Linktree or find Nina our first sleuthy summer for the rest of the summer. Um, and if you guys want to see more of It's Dangerous to Go Alone, Jackson will tell you where to find us. Come hang out with us over at Instagram at It Danger Pod. There you go. I mean, can I? I'm going to start over. <laughs> Come hang out on Instagram. We're at it danger pod we post clips there hopefully we'll have something fun here with nina to post there as well but we've got stuff from pretty much every episode there some stuff that gets cut from episodes uh because we're doing too we're doing it too poorly and then i say hey you can come watch and make fun of us on social media instead (laughs) i love that we will see you next week for are we doing another interview or are we doing a game what are we doing whatever you feel like All right, we'll see you next week with something. (laughs) (laughs) Talk to you later. Bye. Bye, everyone. Thanks again, Nina. Thank you, guys. Bye. Hooray.